Hello everyone, this is Ian Vega, and welcome to another episode of Film Universe. Now, judging by the title, you're probably wondering what this is all about. Well, this is a movie review, and, well, basically my thoughts, about the latest um, Disney Pixar film, Coco. <coughs> wow, talk about Don't Judge a Book by Its Cover. <coughs> Sorry about that. When the trailer first came out, <clears throat> um, there wasn't really in my mind about it, actually. Um, it was very okay. It was okay. There wasn't that much thought in it. And really, it was kind of disappointing how the, the day of the, um, uh, how the skeletons look. And, because if you do that, if you look at that and look at the Book of Life, it's pretty damn, like, different. But, like, I mean, now, you know, Fox owns, is owned by Disney, so I guess both of them are part of Disney. But, um, <clears throat> you know, yeah, and really, to me, it was just predictable, and crazy thing about it is that... Like, as time went by, people started judging it for how it looked. And people were like, oh, this is just a predictable film. This is going to be just like The Good Dinosaur again. And we were all shut up. Because when we saw the movie, we were all surprised about how emotionally, like, deep this film is. And, you know, it was just, wow. It shut me down. Because, to me, before seeing the film told a person that there's a chance, like, want to give this film a chance, but, you know, I really hope it doesn't disappoint me, you know? So, saw it with my two little cousins, my niece, uh, my two little cousins, and we'll admit the first act was bad, because everything was so predictable and so easy to, like, call out. And, you know, little spoilers here and there. But, um, uh, be aware. But, um, yeah, and it was just, it was predictable. Like, Miguel, he, he can't be allowed to sing because, you know, the great-grandfather went off on a hiatus from his family, abandoned everyone, and really... Um, everyone in the family was like, you know what, fuck him, we're gonna make shoes, and fuck music, and as time went by, you know, Miguel is, you know, he wants to do music, but his family says no, they're like, oh, make shoes, etc, etc, there's a celebrity who is considered one of the greatest singers in all of Mexico, and hell, even in the world, and Miguel's like, you know, praising upon him like he shows respect to him so one day he wants to like there's a dia de los muertos like concert <clears throat> in the town center and miguel wants to be you know he wants to sing a song but his family catches him with his homemade guitar which by the way was a really amazing <clears throat> and automatically knew okay they're gonna catch him they're gonna destroy the guitar didn't really like the scene when she when the grandma smashes the guitar and fucking she's like, Oh, let me give you a hug. That was a little 
um, that was a little um, off for me, but like, it was very connective, you know, I'll, I'll say that. Um, but he runs away emotional, then he goes to the graveyard to play the celebrity's guitar, who he believes is his great-grandfather, because the picture is ripped, the head's ripped off. So he plays the song, and magic happens, and then he's supposedly a ghost, and he walks around the graveyard panicking, and he sees all these people who are dead. You know, he sees dead people. And he bumps into his family. His family's like, whoa, what the fuck? You're, you're alive? What, what are you doing here? We can see you. Whoa. And it's all this whole thing. And they bring him to the land of the dead, which, by the way, amazing. It is so beautiful. It's like a color blast. It was a giant canvas of pure art. And it was just mwah, delicious. So, <laughs> you know, it was amazing. And the world they created, these people, like, it was so beautiful. And reminiscent to the Book of Life, but it was just done differently, you know? Um, also, um, the family's just like, okay... Here's my blessing, go back and no music, and he rebels against them, and he leaves, and he's trying to visit, you know, his great-grandfather. He bumps into a man called Hector, who, his thing is that he's trying to get back to the land of the living, so he can visit his family, but he has no picture up, so he can't be accessed to go visit. So, he bumps into Miguel, and Hector's freaking out, he's like... You're a living boy, etc., etc. She's like, I'm. He's like, I'm trying to visit my grandfather. They make a deal that if Hector helps him, he Miguel puts Hector's picture up so he could go to the land of the living to visit his daughter. They seal the deal and they go off on adventure. Meanwhile, the family's looking for him. And if you're wondering about the family from the living world, they're hardly in the movie. They're very forgettable, especially the fucking parents. Like. Disney, for some reason, has a way of killing off parents. This is a perfect example of, like, who? So, they go on this amazing journey. Obstacles. Beautiful, like, my God. Beautiful coloring with the tone of the atmosphere. There's a scene where a, where a man is being forgotten. And Hector has to play a sad song. But, like, it's not really a sad song. It's just a sad moment. That, you know, this this is this guy's last song, and it's his favorite, and it's just so beautiful. It is amazing. It is like, for some, the music and the coloring together, it's like a sympathy. It is like an orchestra, and it's just so beautiful. After the first act, the whole movie changed for me, because it was just like, wow. This is like some Da Vinci... Michelangelo, Raphael, Donatello type of shit. Like, this is amazing. It's pure artwork. Oh, my gosh. So, they go on that. And the family's trying to find Miguel to bring him back to the, the, the land of the living. And let's just fast forward to it. Miguel eventually bumps into his great-grandfather while having a dispute with Hector, which, by the way, just thought of this. Amazing character that they put, like, they put Frida Kahlo in the film. 
just a lovable character. Like, my God, they captured her. Um, so there was that. And, but anyway, heck, um, Miguel bumps into the singer who he's trying to get with. And the singer is like, oh, I have a great-grandson. Oh, shit, what up? And he starts showing him off to everyone. And he's like, oh, look, no nip, no dimple, dimple, no dimple. And it's just, it's such a lovable it's just a great moment. So in the end, so here we go to where it's basically the end of the, like this is in the, we'll say like the second act, like where it ends, but it's revealed. I mean, well, not the second. It's not the middle. It's more or less the middle. But yeah. So, here's the twist ending. I mean, well, not a twist ending, but, like, here's a big twist. And it actually shocked me. Like, my little cousins looked at me. I was sitting um, sitting in the middle of both of them. And they just saw my jaw drop when that pipe bomb just came. Where Hector and the singer were both partners. Which was something Hector was telling Miguel earlier in the film. But, the thing about it is that the singer um, poisoned Hector. Because Hector is the original person who wrote all the songs. And the singer, for, forgot how to pronounce his name, took all the credit for it. And he killed Hector for it. So that's why. So technically, Hector didn't leave his family. He was, I mean, he did. But he was killed. So they think he abandoned them forever. But in reality, he was murdered. And Miguel's shocked about this. And the singer just goes all heel on everyone. And then they reveal also again another twist. It's not the singer who's related. Hector is Miguel's great grandfather. When Hector talks about like he just wants to see his daughter, and he says her name, Coco, who is Miguel's great grandmother. They realize that they're related, and then the whole family sees them. They cap. They get them together. Meanwhile, Hector is trying to reunite with his wife and they have a dispute but she it's understandable you know so they're all like agreement like okay let's get that um that picture back from the singer and let's get your blessing ready so they the climax of the whole film it's just amazing it's a concert a dance it's just orchestra it's like something out of hitchcock every movement it's like a dance and even though they're literally dancing it's just it's so well orchestrated. It's just beautiful. To me, the whole film's a fucking song, but it's just so done greatly. It is beautiful. The climax was amazing. Especially, you know, the songs. Couldn't stop listening to them, you know? And, like, it, it, it's just, it was amazing. La Rona, um,. Un por poro loco and um, familia, like three of my favorite songs right there. It was just amazing. Todo es un poro loco. It's just amazing. Um, and then the singer is defeated. Miguel gets the news, but then it's too late because Hector is almost fading because his daughter's forgetting about him. So it's a race of like, not only that, I forgot to mention, 
There, it's a huge race because if Miguel stays there for long, he'll turn into a skeleton. And while Hector is like basically fading from existence, Miguel is transforming to a skeleton. He's becoming more transparent. You see his bone while the sun is rising. And basically, um, you know, basically, they... <laughs> Miguel goes back to the world of the living. He goes to his great-grandmother. The family's having a heart attack, but they're like, oh, apologize to her. And basically, he sings the song, Remember Me, which is a song that Hector sang to Coco when she was a little kid. And it triggered a memory in her. And they started, the family started getting emotional. Like, oh my gosh, music restored the family. And then they tell everyone, the daughter, um, Coco, had all, Coco's an uh, old woman, by the way, obviously. So later on, a year later, actually, um, the, the, the monument of the singer is, is basically ruined because everyone's like, oh, forget him. Everyone now knows the truth. So now Hector is the main celebrity and he's getting the recognition that he so rightfully fucking deserves. And then everyone's coming. The great-grandmother son dies, but they put her picture on the family mo uh, monument. And then you cut to Hector with his wife. And then Coco is there and she hugs Hector and he's just emotional. The whole family's crossing the flower bridge and while he's walking you see him just he looks down he's looking at himself finally walking the bridge to visit his family and he's just so emotional he's crying and he's just like finally did it dreams do come true and the movie ends with miguel singing in a in a red you know rojo um outfit and he's just singing and the whole family the both the living and the dead are there together and it's, wow, talk about Don't Judge a Book by its cover. This movie shocked me. And here's the crazy thing about it. For those who know me in person, you've known that I've never cried in a Disney film. Coco made me cry because of two reasons. One, it was done the screenwriting was just so beautiful right well actually three reasons the screenwriting was amazing the music touched my heart and soul right and the third reason is basically the main one as a latino right i'm not mexican i'm puerto rican but as a latino it was just like a film that made so much connection to my hair to you know me and it was just like my culture as a you know as a hispanic and it's just like wow and this says a lot from a guy who liked book of life at first coco destroyed book of life it went all fucking brock lesnar went all floyd mayweather on mcgregor type of shit this you know was beautiful and honestly there was a lot of movies that were that saw throughout this year and Logan was my movie of the year I'm sorry but Coco is now movie of the year for me that is a film that's not just a film it is a song a painting about life 
and death. But most importantly, it is a song and painting about family love. That's all I gotta say. Highly recommend watching this with someone you love. Family members, friends, your significant other. Watch it and you will not regret it. Promise you that. It is beautiful. It's beautiful. Props to the director, the screenwriters, everybody who worked on it. The whole team. Congratulations. You shocked me and made me cry for the first time ever in a Disney film. That says a lot. Anyway, you know, highly recommend watching this film. And, you know, just... It's beautiful. Go watch it. Anyway, those are my thoughts about Pixar's animated movie, Coco. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, at Ian Vega Pictures. Same thing on Instagram, you know, Facebook. And, you know, happy holidays, everyone. Just, it's the time of this, it's the season of giving. Happy holidays, okay? May all of you have a great holiday. Whatever you um, celebrate, have the best of it, okay? This is Ian Vega, your host. See you next time.